the Quiz Bowl cast, episode 20H. This tournament goes to 11, 2007, round 9, Music Monstrosity. Uh, okay. uh, founded in 1980, they fortunately passed up the chance to call themselves Head Cheese. This group would release the wildly unpopular synthesizer-driven album with some actual good songs like Billy Gnosis and Chasing the Wild Goose, 1983's Into the Unknown, but soon returned to their traditional style with songs like Frogger and Along the Way, only appropriately titled Back to the Known. Their first full-length album contained enduring staples by the band like Part 3 and Fuck Armageddon This Is Hell, an album called How Could Help Be Any Worse. Epitaph Records founder Brett Gurowitz and UCLA professor Greg Graffin collaborated to write the title track to Suffer, the 1988 album this author credits with saving punk rock. For 10 points, identify this band best known for songs like 21st Century Digital Boy. Bad Religion. Yeah. That's not classic rock at all. <laughs> yeah, again, they're they like, punk. the way this, yeah. the way it happened is because we had to like compile them like all last night, but it's yeah, that's not cool. so much classic rock and I don't have schedule. Yeah. But uh, identify some of these things relating to a certain artist for 10 points each. He contributed a cover of Lost in the Supermarket as well as originals like Still Rock in the uh, Still and Rock in the Suburbs to the Over the Hedge soundtrack. Ben Folds. Oh, yeah. Folds. Yeah. Uh, while still part of Ben Folds 5, Folds wrote this song from the unauthorized biography of Reinhold Messner. In response to thinking about the title occupation, the singer's dad says, Son, you're fucking high in this song. Well, Reinhold Messner is a mountain. Climbing. It's Army, is the song. Oh, okay. uh, oh, ben sorry. Fold's most successful solo album to date is this one released in 2005. It came with a DVD about making uh, the album. Well, the album contained tracks like Give Judy My Notice, Bastard, and Jesus Land. Oh, man. Uh, uh, Sergeant Pepper. Uh, songs for Silverman. Ten. Uh, it's also two. They did soundtrack work for movies like uh, Spawn and The Crow, City of Angels, the latter of which contained their song uh, Jurassital. That song came out just one year after their 1995 debut album, which featured tracks like So Cool and Durable, in addition to the power suicide ballad uh, Dose. They haven't released an album since 2002's The uh, Amalgamate, a disc that contained a song with heavy-hitting lyrics, I touch, yeah, 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 in the chorus. Besides Where Do We Go From Here, this band, fronted by Richard Patrick, found success with a song opening... Uh, verb. Uh, minus five. Uh, awake on my airplane, namely take a picture. For 10 points, name this American band who brought us the power trip from Short Bus. Hey man, nice shot. Filter. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Hey, light on. Yeah, none of those lights work over there. That's, yeah. They're that's weird. messed up. Okay. Yeah. I think they were working last time. Whatever. I don't know who's buzzed in there. Those don't work. <laughs> just know who's first. Yeah, like yeah, some of them are. Okay. All right, so it's just mine. Okay. But mine, I was second there, and it stopped working after a while. All right, so, uh, so, so might not work sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so your guys' bonus. Identify these things relating to Weezer for ten points each. Weezer's first album began with this track, and it ended up becoming the third single for the band. Written about a car accident, it proclaims, "I'm carrying the wheel," and asks someone to come sit next to me. Yeah. Uh, it's not Buddy Holly. It's not the sweater song. It's not Ash Try it. Uh, one of the better known, uh, one of the better songs on Pinkerton was this one, where the singer is disappointed to find that his love interest is a lesbian. Its title comes from a noted lesbian symbol. Uh, I'm not sure. Answer? No. This pink triangle. Uh, coming oh. in between the Green album and Make Believe, this Weezer album featured tracks like Keep Fishing and Dope Noise. 
dropped out of high school to begin his musical career with the band Rock House, later known as MPD Limited. After leaving the band Loot and moving to California, he starred in the forgettable Saturday morning cartoon Mission Magic in 1973. He had an early hit in his native country of Australia, 1971's Speak to the Sky, while his best-known song appeared on the album Working Class Dog and is about a woman who is watching him with those eyes and she's loving him with that body. Outside of... Springfield. Yeah. Uh, Wait, he's from Australia? Yeah, I, I, didn't know that. I did not know that either. Yeah, Jesse's girl. Yeah, uh, Jesse's yeah. Uh, for ten points each, identify the following about the early days of a certain band. Uh, before they had Neil Pert at drums, Getty Lee and Alex Lifeson of this group created the seven-minute blue-collar classic Working Man. Their next album, Fly By Night, would feature Pert uh, playing drums on Bytor and the Snow Dog, though. Rush. Yeah. Uh, the editor of this question knows Rush best for making this song, which appeared on the Anthology of Interest 2 episode of Futurama. One part of this song off of Moving picture, Pictures sounds like it's talking about Space Invaders, and it shares its title with a certain literary character. Tom Sawyer. Yeah. Uh, Rush's album Hemispheres features this song written by Pert. It tells of a story where tall oaks and shorter maples compete for sunlight, but they are still, er, but they are all kept even by hatchet, axe, and saw. Lumberjack Forest. The trees. 20. The oh, trees. Gonna win. Wait, these next questions fucking classic rock. That was total classic rock. Uh, Tulsa 4. This first single to top the Billboard Modern Rock Charts, according to Wikipedia, indirectly references Brian Eno's collection of oblique strategies via reference to the movie Slacker. At one point in this song, the singer proclaims, I'd studied your cartoons, radio, music, TV, movies, magazines, and the drug uh, Benzedrine is mentioned in the first line. What's the frequency, Kenneth? Yeah. Uh, so with uh, Springsteen, would the boss R. E. be acceptable? Questions about Sublime for 10 points each. Sublime found early success with this morality song about a blue-eyed creep who ends up screaming to no avail in a cell with a large inmate after being convicted of the, doing the title action. Hate banging. Answer? Designate. Hedge banging. Uh, date rape. Uh, date rape appeared on this Sublime album, which also includes songs like Smoke Two Joints and Bad Fish, now the namesake of a very popular Sublime tribute band. It wouldn't be until Sublime's self-titled album and Bradbury Noel's death that the band would find a true hit with songs like this one that had the singer saying he doesn't cry when his dog uh, runs away and he never had to battle with a bulletproof vest. What I got, right? It's not Santeria. What I got. Yeah. What I got. Yeah, 10. Yeah, 10. Yeah, 10. Yeah, 10. They contributed contributed the song You Better Swim to the soundtrack for the Spongebob Squarepants movie, while the 90s saw them release albums like Sacrifice with a title track that appeared in Romeo and Juliet, along with this group's... Uh, that's not actually right. Uh, disregard that clue. In 2005, the band won its first uh, Grammy Award, a Best Metal Performance Award for a cover of Metallica's Whiplash. 
This speed metal band's most popular song contains the lyric double up or quit, double stakes or split. Formed in 1975 by former bassists of the space rock outfit Hawkind, this band's albums include Overkill and No Sleep Till Hammersmith. For 10 points, Ace of Spades is a best known song of what band led by Ian uh, Kilmister, better known as Lemmy? Motorhead. Yeah. So it's certainly not classic rock. With a heavy metal. Uh, identify these things about a certain Pink Floyd album for 10 points each. The semi-title track on this album is broken into three parts, notably containing a weird spoken word section where a man shouts, How can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat? Another brick in the wall. Uh, Another, is that the title the wall? Wall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also appearing multiple times on the wall is this song, both track 1 and 21. Both versions talk about, uh, might like to go to the show to feel the warm, uh, warm thrill of confusion. Answer? Another brick in the wall. This is in the flesh. Uh, this Pink Floyd member sang lead vocals on the wall songs like The Show Must Go On and Young Lust. Before Pink Floyd, this guitarist uh, was in the band Joker's Wild. David Gilmore. Gilmore. 20. Nice job. Okay, uh, this fastest selling album in the history of Columbia Records was originally going to be called Don't Be a Faggot before the record label. License to Ill. Our? Ridiculous. Uh, identify the following about some different versions of a particular song for 10 points each. Originally recorded by Sonny Curtis and the Crickets, this song mentions that I needed money because I had none, so the singer did the title action with the aid of a six gun. I think we might Answer. get it. I shot the sheriff. Uh, I Fought the Law. Fought a the recent law. cover of I Fought the Law was done by this man, uh, this band, which appeared in a 2004 Super Bowl commercial. Oh yeah, the next chronological single was American Idiot. Oh, then uh, Green Day. Yeah. Green Day. Yeah. Another version was done by this Canadian artist, whose notable albums include uh, 18 Till I Die and uh, Waking Up the Neighbors. Waking Up the Neighbors is Brian Adams. Brian Adams. Brian Adams. I don't really know any Canadian artists. Yeah. Puzzle seven. Uh, in Almost Famous, Lester Bangs claims this band, who recorded Silver Bird and Roseanne, could be drunken bastards and still make good music. They first gained radio play with the single Shaking All Over, recorded before Chad Allen left the band, and Burton Cummings became their full-time lead vocalist. And uh, these Winnipeg natives were the first Canadian band to have a number one hit in the United States. One of their famous songs spells out part of the title and asks... Uh, the title figure to Mama Let Me Be. American Girl. Uh, number five. Uh, guitarist Randy Bachman of Bachman Turner Overdrive fame left the band in 1970 after the release of their multi-platinum album, American Woman. For 10 points, what is this band whose song Their Eyes was sung a cappella and super bad? You guess who? Yeah. yeah. Uh, for the state number of points, name these original songs by The Who from lyrics. Oh, okay. For five, uh, meet the new boss, same as the old boss. Yeah. Five, I hope I die before I get old. My generation. My generation. Yeah. Uh, for ten, I asked Bob Dylan, I asked the Beatles, I asked Timothy Leary. Uh, Answer. Who are you? Yeah, Who are you? Uh, the Seeker. Uh, for ten, I don't mind other guys dancing with my girl. 
Answer? Bob O'Reilly. Uh, the kids are all right. Okay. Ten. Eight. Uh, their first officially released album contained a song that advises the listener to leave the title figure's ass in the corner till her feet get cold, a track that featured Vernon Reed titled Sophisticated Bitch. LSD and Kervorkian uh, appeared on their 1999 album There's a Poison Going On, an album that also contained the controversial reinterpretation of Schindler's List called Swindler's Lust. Uh, their ranks have included Sister Soldier, but their road manager and drummer left the group before their latest album, Rebirth of a Nation, due to comments supporting the book The Secret Relationship Between Blacks and Jews. Fernand Boy stands as a rap group, producer of such hits as Don't Believe the Hype and Fight the Power. Public Enemy. Yeah. So they're a bunch of racist anti-Semites. I'm getting. Not really, but. Uh, identify some of these songs contained in various polkas by Weird Al for 10 points each. One of the songs covered on the track Polka Party was this Madonna song from her album True Blue about a girl telling her father that she's pregnant and keeping the baby. Papa don't preach. Yeah. Uh, off of off the deep ends Polka Your Eyes Out contained a cover of this track by Dinavilles, uh, which uh, Wikipedia astutely determines is about masturbation. I touch myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in 3D's Polka on 45 contained this song by the Rolling Stones that Elite Beat Asian fans may known as being the last song or the song in the last level in that game. It starts by saying, "I was born in a crossfire hurricane." Uh, I, was, uh, I was born in a jumping jack flash. Jumping jack flash. Yeah. Thirty. <laughs> it's born in a class five hurricane. That's funny. That's okay. Uh, maybe um, you know what I mean. Because that makes more sense too. Uh, toss up nine. It's Keith Richards. Uh, with his then wife Jeanette, he recorded a song where he don't mean maybe about speeding back to my baby as the second track on his solo album. In his most famous band, he rarely did vocals himself, instead letting bandmates sing songs he penned like Getaway and Parasite. However, he did sing on the 1979 track Hard Times and made his vocal debut on Love Gun, the Love Gun album with the song Shock Me. The only semi-hits from his solo career were Rock Soldiers and Back in the New York Groove, and he appeared playing guitar in full concert attire in a 2007 Dunkin' Donuts commercial. For 10 points, name this lead guitarist from the rock band Kiss, who was known as... Ace Freely. Yeah. I was going to give an yeah, that's, that's very uh, Identify the following ABBA songs for 10 points each. This song refers to the titular, titular brand of arena lights, which will blind the singer, but also see her shining like the sun, smiling, having fun. Brand, brand, brand of lights. Um, Answer? SOS. Super Trooper. So, oh, so it is Super Trooper. Uh, in this song, the singer and her titular lover reminisce about crossing the Rio Grande to help fight a war while they were young, noting that there was something in the air that night. The stars were bright. Fernando. Yep. Uh, this song begins by noting, where are those happy days? They seem so hard to find. It used to be so nice. It used to be so good before issuing the titular cry for help. Answer? Gimme, give gimme give a man after midnight. SOS. SOS. Uh, <laughs> there's SOS. That's great. Tells of 10. Uh, in the music video for this song, a newspaper image of a boxer can be seen punching another boxer during the tempo change. That video also weirdly displays the lyrics of the song in the background, like the first two words, so if. 
the Scissor Sisters covered it as a B-side to Mary in 2004, and this song has been featured in numerous video games including NHL 05 and Madden 05 and the first Guitar Hero. Its lyrics talk about the singer being left broken, shattered, and also mention that I'm just a crosshair. Take me out. Yeah. Yes. Your bonus. Uh, identify the following relating to a recent hit song uh, for 10 points each. In this song, the artist urges the listener to get a new one of the titular object, uh, noting that his present one is like so whatever and he could do so much better. Girlfriend. Girlfriend, yeah. Girlfriend. Yeah. Girlfriend is the first single off of this most recent Avril Lavigne album. Where's Ray who? David, where's Ray who? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You know this. I Answer? No. Uh, that's the best damn thing. This older Avril Lavigne uh, album featured the hits Complicated and Skater Boy. It shares its name with a Trick Daddy song. Shit. Um, oh. It's on my iPod. Answer? And it's just sad that I'm admitting that. <laughs> <laughs> to the world. Uh, so Let's Go is the name of that song. For ten. Let go, yeah, that's it. Dude, you admitted it in front of the podcast. I, I did admit it. I, I, I will also admit that girlfriend is on there. It's Man. my one guilty pleasure. About it, you're, you're about to feel the wrath of all like 115 people. Uh, yeah, so, you my last name. Yeah. Uh, at the half, it's 50 to 185. Is that the latest Arbitron for the podcast? Right. 2011. A really early version of this song performed at CBGB's entreats a listener to listen to me now. I've passed the test. You think I'm cute. I think you're. Uh, I think I'm the best. Lyrics not in the studio version. Kate Miller uh, Heidke sang an opera version of this song, while the Bare Naked Ladies covered it on their early album Buck Naked. It got no higher than number 92 on the charts. And when David Bryan wrote it in 1977, he said that he imagined Alice Cooper writing a Randy Newman ballad. Uh, known for having a French bridge and talking about how the singer is nervous and I can't relax. <laughs> Psycho killer. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Just gonna say. Uh, even though they only had one studio album and lasted only three years, the Sex Pistols define the age of punk. For 10 points each, answer these questions about them and their work. Uh, this was the name of their only album from 1977. Never mind the Bullocks. Here's the Sex Pistols. Yeah. Uh, this was the controversial lead singer of the Sex Pistols who got the job by being seen in the London miming seen in London miming along to an Alice Cooper track. Rotten. Yeah. Uh, this ultimate Sex Pistols fan became their bass guitarist, uh, bass guitar player in 1977 after the departure of Glenn Matlock. He wasn't very talented and the band broke up the next year. Sid Vicious. 30. Sid that, Sid Vicious. That 12. Uh, they are known for performing live covers of Dream Police by Cheap Trick and Can't Get It Out of My Head by ELO, which appeared on their most recent studio album. They formed after a benefit concert for Ozzy Osbourne drummer Randy Castillo in 2002, and their first studio album saw them produce tracks like Sucker Train Blues and Big Machine. Some of their more notable covers, some of the more notable covers uh, this band has performed include Dead and Bloated, Vaseline, and Interstate Love Song, all by their lead singer. Velvet Revolver. Yeah. Got like Scott Weiland from yeah, Stone Temple Scott Pilots. Scott Weiland and Mr. GR. Uh, identify the following about a recording artist and his work for 10 points each. This southern hip hop artist is perhaps best known for saying yeah a lot in, in the Usher song, yeah. Lil John. Yeah. Lil John had a smash hit with Get Low off this 2002 double platinum album. Oh boy. Um, Crunk Juice. 
uh, Kings of Crunk. Uh, Lil John produced the hit song Goodies for this other Atlanta artist, a female R&B singer. Atlanta female R&B. Um, uh, uh, got a name song. Answer. It's not Eve. Uh, Sierra. So ten Sierra. on the nose. Puzzle of 13. The music video for this song begins with a man whose football jersey reads Darius B coming out a, of a store and using a portable microphone to announce... Uh, only want to be with you. Minus five. Oh, that was stupid. Uh, announce a sale, which causes a street musician playing the artist's last hit on a saxophone to leave. One artist in this uh, song's video wears a white mask over his right eye, and at one point the backup dancers addresses football referees. One artist in this song expresses his like for the colors white and blue after being told that he looks good in them, while another states that the titular objects are only good for one night and uh, that you could not get certain colors even with a personal genie. Featuring Murphy Lee for Den Points, name this Nelly song about buying two pairs of the titular, titular Nike shoe. Air Jordans. Air Force Ones. Air Force Ones. Good guess. Uh, it's also 14. In 2001, Rhino Records re-released it and added on five songs, which included Slug and It's a Long Way Back to Germany. It cost roughly $25,000 to record, putting its price higher than the two albums already recorded by the group. It includes a cover version of a Bobby Freeman song made famous by the Beach Boys, Do You Wanna Dance, as well as Serpent Bird, a Trashman cover. Lesser known originals on this album include Teenage Lobotomy and We're a Happy Family. It is best remembered, however, for uh, the two surf rock inspired singles it spawned, Sheena is a Punk Rocker and Rockaway Beach. For 10 points, what is this third album by the Ramones, whose title can also refer to a Cold War, Cold War intercontinental ballistic missile? ICBM. Uh, no penalty? Trident. Uh, rocket to Russia. Uh, uh, it's a little tough. Toss no, of 15. Technically, some of them were in Russia. So. I mean, so Russia is a place. Toss of 15. Uh, they plan to release a compilation album, Medium Rare, later in December to coincide with their planned reunion show at the Middle East, a venue where they earlier recorded a live album including songs like Dr. D and Cowboy Coffee. This band includes Joe the Bass, uh, Gilman, as well as Johnny Vegas on saxophone. Before their breakup, they recorded a song about the former mobster Mr. Moran on the album A Jackknife to a Swan, while earlier albums include Don't Know How to Party and Question the Answers. They had a cameo appearance in Clueless, performing one of their early hits, Someday I Suppose, while the song that they're best known for asks, have you ever been close to tragedy? Finding their greatest success with the album Let's Face It, and with uh... Money Money Boss Jones. Yeah. Nice. I had to play out the lyrics to figure yeah. it out. I was yeah. thinking it was eels, too, but that doesn't make sense. Uh, answer some questions about an artist who contributed to the hearing impairment of the writer of this question for 10 points each. Led by now openly gay Rob Halford, this pre uh, British metal band behind the song Electric Eye was accused of causing some kids to try to commit suicide over subliminal lyrics and Better By You, Better Than Me off of Stained Class. Yeah. Uh, songs from this 1980 album include Living After Midnight and Breaking the Wall and inspired a worldwide tour. Your packet writer once lost his voice during a concert trying to hit the You Don't Know What It's Like scream from Breaking. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll say Judas Priest. Uh, British Steel. 
Uh, this was the video documentary that featured them, done in 1986 when they were about ready to do a concert in uh, with Dokken in Landover, Maryland. It was apparently a favorite on the Nirvana tour bus, as well as being par as well as parodied by bands such as American Hi-Fi and Lesson Jake. Heavy metal parking lot. <laughs> Ten. Thumbs up sixteen. Uh, it was first recorded in 1967 and has since been covered twice by two bands led by the same man. The artist's second cover version of this song is a six-minute and 29-second long live version that features a brass section and a keyboard solo. This song's writer denies that it is a reference to a drug dealer, while that title figure boasts a cat's meow and a cat's moo I can recite them all. More generally, the song tells the story of the title figure who returns to his Inuit village bringing great happiness with him, begging the listener to come on without, come on within, you've not... Mighty Quinn. Uh, answer some questions about everybody's favorite boys next door, Herman's Hermits, for 10 points each. This was the lead singer of Herman's Hermits, who was also an actor who can be seen on such TV shows as Married with Children and Quantum Leap. He also has a recurring role on As the World Turns. His name's Noon, Peter Nanish. I think so. Yeah. No, it's Noon. Noon. It is. Uh, their first hit in 1964, this song peaked at number 13 in the U.S. It starts with the words, Woke up this morning feeling fine. There's something special on my mind. I'm into something good. Yeah. Uh, everybody's favorite song with a backhanded reference to an Anglican. It hit number one on the U.S. charts in June of 1965. It tells the story of a man who got married to the widow next door. She's been married seven times before. Henry VIII, I am. Henry VIII, I am. It's called I'm Henry VIII, I am. Sorry. I'm Henry VIII. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, like, 20 on the bonus. I'm Henry VIII. A Michigan band um, named Da Youpers released a parody of this song that referenced the Green Bay Packers Super Bowl team. This song's music video begins with the gyrations of a woman with a bright orange headscarf and blue shorts, and dancers in the music video for this song include a woman in a blue wig and an Asian woman with pink clothes and lipstick, while the chorus is sung by two middle-aged men. Hey, Macarena. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, names and stuff from the Beach Boys for 10 points each. A traditional West Indies folk song arranged by Brian Wilson. It involves a drunken first mate, a sheriff named John Stone, and the singer just wants to go home. Sloop John B. Although the charms of Aruba, Jamaica, Bermuda are mentioned, it is a titular location that the Kokomo. singer will get fast, get too fast, and then he will take it slow. Kokomo. Yeah. Uh, this song involves a contest between a fuel-injected Stingray and, and a 413, with the singer repeatedly telling his opponent uh, what he's going to do to him. What he's gonna do to him? Uh, I think it's little Deuce Coop, but I've seen. I don't know. There's something. Yeah, more than that. Answer. Little Deuce Coop. Shut down. Twenty. Can't shut down that. Right. Yeah. Tell uh, in one music video for this group, the lead singer drives around with a whip, using it to transform other band members into Mexican stereotypes. The uh, one song by this group references a water sprite who, uh, whose appearance uh, foretells the sinking of a ship, and they also use the traditional Mexican dress for uh, pistolero and adopted Japanese garb for samurai. Two members of this group were refugees from the Hungarian Revolution, while a female member was Dutch. 
One of their songs is a story of redemption in which the titular character uses his skill at the percussion to impress his father, and their most famous song contains lyrics discussing dancing on a table until it breaks, as well as uh, love that tastes like caviar, or caviar and was performed at Eurovision in 1979. Redemption is a German language band that adopted a Mongolian theme for uh, Moose Cow. Rammstein. Uh, no Uh, Toss Up 9. It's original, or Toss Up 19. It's original B-side was Drifting Heart. Uh, Meatloaf includes it in his rock medleys at live shows, and it was covered by Iron Maiden after the departure of their longtime manager, Vic Villa. It was an early staple of the Beatles, and the band continued to play this song that mentions that the jukebox blows a fuse into their 1964 American tours. Uh, the most famous cover, however, is still played as the last song in every Electric Light Orchestra concert, and it has become their signature song and breakthrough single. Originally performed by Chuck Berry in 1956. Roll over Beethoven? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, there was a lot of bad rock from the 1990s. For 10 points each, give the artists that gave us these lame-ass creations. This lesbian group from San Francisco gave us What's Up in 1993. Their only hit, I thus scream at my top of my uh, the scream at the top of my lungs that you guys really sucked. Uh, first off, how this group was categorized as rock in the first place, we have no idea. With songs such as Let Her Cry and Tuckerstown, it proved to your packet writer that Darius Rucker is much better off peddling the tendercrisp bacon cheddar ranch for Burger King and not playing lame music with this group. Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. Uh, their singer has no voice, and it's evident from examples such as Champagne Supernova and Do You Know What I Mean? They can't write either, and even better, the Gallagher brothers are getting paid still. Oasis. Hey. It's probably good that the dog wasn't there when um, this package was there. Oasis. Toss of 20. Uh, the iTunes version of this album expands on uh, one of its song's titles, offering a solution involving an inner tube, bath mats, and 21 able-bodied men. Originally conceived as a double album, songs like No Man's Land and one about the discoverer of Pluto, Four Clyde Tombaugh, appeared on a 21-track uh, outtake expansion to this disc. It controversially featured a depiction of Superman on its cover, leading to the album being temporarily pulled off shelves. One of the alternative titles of a song on this album is I Have Fought the Big Knives and Will Continue to Fight Them Until They Are Off Our Lands, a reference to a Blackhawk chief, uh, chief's reaction to the Treaty of Ghent, also containing songs like Decatur or Round of Applause for Your Stepmother, which comments on the great debating skills of Stephen A. Douglas for 10 points, identified the State Album by Sufjan Stevens, which also contains... Illinois. Yeah. The song Chicago. Uh, answer some questions about uh, country music from the 1980s for 10 points each. Lionel Richie collaborated on this man's 1980 number one hit, Lady. Kenny Rogers. Yeah. Uh, in 1981, this singer let everybody know how much he loved a rainy night with the appropriately titled I Love a Rainy Night. Elvis also covered his earlier song, Kentucky Rain. Who is this? Answer? Uh, a cop. Uh, Eddie Rabbit. Uh, this St. Paul, Minnesota native is best known for 1984's God Bless the USA. Oh, uh, Lee Greenwood. 20. Yeah. Alright, so 377, a final score. Yeah. How do you spell that? 